for joining us. Welcome to the forecast episode 47. This will be our post-pup. I like the way that sounds, post-pup. Uh, our post-Pax Unplugged podcast. The forecast is a bi-weekly podcast produced every other Thursday. Uh, we are a group of people, of course, joined by a couple special guests tonight. We love exploring all kinds of uh, random topics from board games to video games to film to entertainment to just random things that go on through, uh, throughout our week um, and uh, just kind of discussing them. So thanks so much for joining us. You can check us out on Facebook uh, at facebook.com forward slash We Are The Horizon Community. You can also check out our website at www.wearethehorizon.com. Everything we talk about here is actually put into the cast notes and is pushed out to whatever podcasting app that you use. So. With that being said, let's uh, let's get into it. Um, <clears throat> so clearly we had PAX Unplugged this last weekend, and we were joined by, I said we were joined, I was joined by seven other people, eight other people, sorry, Shay was a last minute addition. Um, some of those who are with me here today and those who are uh, other voices who are joining me on the podcast are Alex, Caleb, of course, our special, 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 special guest, Brock. Yeah. And our... Other special, special, special guest, Shay. I got more special. Hello. Than you. Oh, that That's was the same special, dumb. but it just seems less special because he did it right afterwards. Oh, Ugh, he definitely did on, one guys. less special for her. Oh, Our really? super duper yeah, extra sure amazingly wow. special guest, Shay. Alex. <laughs> <laughs> oh, n- hey now. <laughs> oh gosh, I do admit I'm pretty special. That's what we say. Oh, my God. Let's not get into this. How <laughs> <laughs> special people are. Uh, yeah, let's talk about the convention, because we talked about all kinds of panels and stuff that we were going to go to. And, we definitely um, went to a lot of those, right? Yeah. Please. Did you actually go to any? Zero. <laughs> oh, yeah. Exactly none. <laughs> I'm pretty sure yeah. no one went to any. I, did Owen go to any? Does anybody know? Not as far as I'm aware. I don't know. I never saw He Owen. was going to, but I don't think he did. Did Owen go <laughs> well, to PAX? <laughs> <laughs> Not with us, anyway. He, oh. he also said that he was going to play, like, just to dog on Owen a little bit. He said he was going to play, like, one session of Magic. And I think I saw him once on Friday, once on Saturday, and maybe twice on... No, I didn't see him at all on Sunday after we dropped off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he played lots of Magic. I feel like I did. Lots of Magic. And he he likes, did take a break and bring Janae and I food that one time. So that yes, was he awesome. did. For yeah. a whole $5. <laughs> Making that money. Uh, so, yeah, clearly zero panels. Uh, I think we Brock went to at least one. Did I? I? So. Yeah, because we were all sitting around late Sunday, and you're like, I'm going to oh, go I see did. what's what's happening over there. What? Did you go to a battleship What? Thing? I went to the... <laughs> Omegathon finale thing. Oh, what did they play? They played Battleship. Like actual Battleship? <laughs> like, that's it. Yep. Wow. But it was so funny because there's probably like a thousand people in there and these two people are playing Battleship and anytime they were like hit or miss, the whole crowd would go, oh! <laughs> <laughs> like, we, like the audience could see where, like they had cameras and screens like on where the whatever battleships were so like we knew what was happening but they didn't and they were just like guessing and this girl that's pretty awesome it was actually really funny it was probably also the most tense game that they've ever played in their lives let alone most tense game of battleship i mean i was a little tense yeah and don't they win like a cash prize and a trip to australia or something yeah she well what australia 
they get to pick which packs they're gonna go to. I mean, they get tickets to next year's packs that they're at, so she gets tickets to Unplugged again, and then I think she gets to pick another one. And then the guy announcing it was like, "But she's just usually Australia." Because <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know why, why would else. you not want to go to Australia <laughs> unless you win or at you the one in Australia? Yeah, Boston. I, w- I wonder what it's like for those people in Australia. They're like, uh, "I guess I'll go to the states." <laughs> So, well, I mean, San that's probably Antonio. cool for them too. I don't know. Yeah, I'm. I don't know. Like, how do you pick which state to go to if you're not from them? Yeah. Well, I feel like I, you probably you just base it off of off of what was what started PAX. I mean, if you're gonna come from Australia, you're probably gonna go to PAX Prime. Prime. Well, PAX West now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, All right. it's closer. Eight um, hours. It is, and it's the original. So why not go to that one? Because it's smaller and it's in yeah. Seattle. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's not as cool. My friend Devin came to work today. She used to be a baker where I work, and then she moved to Seattle. And I guess she works at a bakery that's right across from the convention center in Seattle. Oh, really? So, hmm. if you guys go to West, do you know what the name of that bakery is? No. Oh darn! <laughs> the place where Devin works. <laughs> I was hoping that it was going to be the bakery where Alex and I went and got. I mean, it could have been if it was right by the convention center. Those things that beignets. weren't donuts. No, they, they weren't beignets. I got in a fight with Nick, who used to live up there, and he said they're not oh, beignets. Gosh. They are beignet-like donuts. They were just called beignets on the menu. That's what I said, but then he found a picture <laughs> of the menu and showed me, and they are legitimately called, it says beignets, but underneath it says, in parentheses, beignet-like donuts. You gotta read the fine print. That's not the same. Wow. It's not, not as good. Oh, they were phenomenal. But yes, they were not as good. Am I the only one who doesn't know what beignets are? I I don't even know. It's how to a spell beignet. It. <laughs> oh, perfect! Oh, thanks. That's clarified. And then there's an I and an E, but I don't know which one comes first. <laughs> I don't even know the N-E-T. difference really. I know they're both fried, and I know that one of them has powdered sugar that you put on it. Uh, I don't I don't know other than that. Like it kind of tastes cake? like a funnel cake, yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. then why don't you just say funnel cake? But yeah. you can also like put stuff inside of it. Like a filled like funnel cake. Like a sopapilla. Oh. Mm. I'm into that. Yeah, I've only had them in New Orleans, and it was great. Be- beignets so. are like a donut. However, they are square and do not have a hole. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's so. what Google says on first search. Oh, gosh. So beignet like donuts or beignet like donuts? I don't. <laughs> are know, they man. square with a hole or are they not square without a hole? They were square without a hole, but they were very small, oh, so apparently okay. they can't be classified as a beignet. Well, from your description, it didn't say anything about the size of it; just said the shape and I, the wholeness. That was literally from reading the top <laughs> paragraph and googling. <laughs> Oh gosh! Should we talk about board games? Sometime? We should talk about. Yeah, I feel like we should do that. <laughs> uh, okay, I so thought anyway. this was a donut podcast. It is a donut. No, oh, that that's what we wanted. Beignet like board games. Uh, Where with no hole. Most of them, actually. All of them. <laughs> I think, yeah, most. <laughs> Are there any donut like board games? Would be the more appropriate question. Hmm. Mm. What's that game where you break the ice? That's like a donut sort of like board game. Don't you break mean, the ice? ice. Don't break yeah, the ice. That one. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be the one. That's a good one. So uh, just to kind of recap, uh, I guess we went to one panel. 
I don't even no, know that counts. Even a panel. It's not it even really a panel. panel. It's just it was on the Omega-thon. list of panel things. I, it was. It's not under. It's not under panels, right? But it, it, I don't know. It's under, it is. It's under panels. If you look it up, I'm pretty sure it's under panels. That's um, weird. Why would they put it there? I don't know. Because they had its own category. They had it such a limited number of panels. Under panels, because there are things listed on there that are like one person, and they're not listed as panels, right? The talks. No, I'm thinking of something else. I'm thinking of a different convention. Never mind. You're thinking of something else. Yes. Uh, I feel like they listed it under panel because, well, this doesn't even have a... I think it's only on the app. It doesn't matter. It's not important. Yeah. Not I important. deleted the app on Sunday <laughs> so, while we were still there. I, I did too. <laughs> wow. Um, so we went to no panels. We participated in, with the ex- excluding Owen, who did a, little, a couple magic tournaments, I believe, uh, did no tournaments. And I think we only did one uh, session outside of just being on the floor and at the tabletop like free play area is that correct yeah well yeah. is that that thing you guys were in line for D&D. yeah unless you count yeah. sam yeah. cassie's session as a different session from ours but it was happening was at the same, the same time game? it was in the same place <laughs> in the same it was room. different it was different, sort of different it was a different table sort of same. different scenario so why don't we start with this let's uh for those of us who have been to pax east let's just give a little comparison of the difference between pax east and what this was because there are clearly some major differences. Primarily There's, the fact that this is only board games. Or at least mostly board games. I saw one But go booth. ahead, Caleb. Well, <laughs> the, the, like the big difference for me was there's not many lines to wait in. Unlike East, which has a ton. That is not what place. I expected you to say. No? Oh, I no. also spent a lot more money at this one than I ever spent at East. Also not what I expected you to say. <laughs> Crowd level? I was expecting you to say that this was the least coordinated line. Oh my gosh, freaking mega like games. Like organization. Oh. So angry, dude. <laughs> I gave them an earful oh. in the survey, so don't worry. Did you really? Did you? Good. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> of course you did. Because I didn't get a survey. Of so. course you took a survey. I'm yeah. Oh, take I got now. one. I could email it to you. Because <laughs> I'm not going to take it. <laughs> the yeah, lines. They... Go ahead. I'm just gonna say, like, they told us like several different conflicting things on how to get into different activities we wanted to do, and then we would do the th- most recent thing we were told, and that would be wrong. All right, let's 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 start this from the beginning, though. <laughs> so the, the app, <laughs> the app says, come in and sign up at ten o'clock for Mega Games, right? So we go and we get in line at ten o'clock. The line's really long, whatever. We get to the front. And they're talking, and they're like, oh, everybody's waitlisted right now. We're putting on more on the waitlist, so you can put on the waitlist, whatever. But sign-in started at 8.30 this morning, and they're going to start again at 8.30 tomorrow. So come here at 8.30, get right in this line at 8.30, and you can sign up for Mega Games. So the next day, we come in, you know, at 8.30 to sign up for Mega Games. And they're like, oh, no, you got to get in the main queue line, which is already like four columns long. And you got to wait till 10, and then you come sign up for Mega Games. Well, no, they said, then you come get in this line, right? Yeah, then you come get in the Mega Games line to sign up for Mega Games. <laughs> well, didn't we what? later find out that they had a line next to the main queue line that was specifically for Mega Games? Yeah. They didn't tell us that. Literally don't understand. So mad. I did not know you guys were this mad about these things. Yeah, sure, I wanted well, to where were, You were at the Liberty game. Bell. You weren't even <laughs> Either at the Liberty Bell or playing Harry Potter Hogwarts Battle. Hey, that was a great game. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was It must have awesome. been to play it well, an entire was, no one day else, of No one else got to play it on Saturday. So <laughs> Well, that's because y'all us. were in line. 
No, yeah. I mean like no, no one else. Like, like the no entire packs got the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one copy. There were two. There were two uh-huh. copies. Uh-huh. We only had one. For how long? Ten hours. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> you guys were like in a pretty central area on the end of a table with like the box showing the logo to everybody too. <laughs> yeah, it like was showing terrible. it off. People kept coming up. They're like, "Hey, is this good?" No, it's not. We're just playing it. <laughs> and then like, Janae was like, "We I had to pick a different spot because I picked the spot so everybody else could find us easily. I'm like, yeah, that sounds good. Well, then it was on Saturday when all of the people were there. Like, there were a ton of people there on Saturday, and it was not a good spot. It was not. People kept, like, wanting to play, and we're like, no, go away. (laughs) It was great because, like, there was this other table that had Vast, and me and Caleb and Sam and Cassie wanted to play Vast. So we kept on walking by that table. They were in a similar situation where they were on the edge of a like pretty central area. We just kept on giving them the evil eye. And I just imagine like a ton of people were doing that to you also. <laughs> okay, but like we weren't even paying attention to people walking next. So they could have been, but we don't know. Uh, it's pretty funny. It's called focus. Also, there were not a ton of people oh. there on Saturday. There you were, know nothing like of there were... a ton of people. I mean, never been well, to East. yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess you have to clarify what "quote unquote" a ton of people is. When you get okay. shoulder to shoulder with people the entire compared time. Compared to Friday, there were a lot of people on Saturday. Yeah. Okay. Right. We didn't have true. to sit down on the ground to play a board game. That okay, is a valid well, point. I've never been to any of the <laughs> other East. ones. Yeah. Also, did we stand in any line at all other than the RPG line? Uh, me, Alex, Sam, and Cassie stood in another line. But just one Their more stuff. Oh yeah, what was that? Stuffed fables. Yeah, oh. mouse one. We really want to cool play game. it. Uh, Very cool game. Not out yet. They also had like a much, much, much larger area for board game playing, which makes sense for a board game convention. <laughs> yeah, but but uh, it really like I think it opened things up a lot, and it was probably more occupied than the showroom floor was. Well, yeah, the showroom floor was pretty small. Yeah. It was probably like a quarter of the size of all the other sections, but all the other tabled sections put together. Yeah. Pretty small, and there's like not a ton of people walking around. Right. And like everybody's giving demos, so you just like walk up to like any booth, and you're like, hey, you want to play my game? I made it. And you're like, it's, you're like, sure. I made it with the December special. Yeah. Hey, that was a great game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying it's not. Clearly, it's a great game since four of us freaking bought it. I thought it was five. Didn't Brock buy it? Yeah, Sam and Cassie bought two. Every every household that went with us got a copy except Owen. Which, is that really surprising? I don't even think Owen was there. (laughs) (laughs) I think he was doing other things in Philadelphia. I've yet to see physical evidence that he was a pack. He did know a surprising amount about the city when we were driving out of it. Yeah, he did. That was weird. He was talking about like specific apartment buildings and how cool the lobby is, and I'm like, "What? Hmm. Why? Why? Hmm. <laughs> a little bizarre." What, what have what you been he... doing the whole time? Yeah. <laughs> we play magic, Just, man. You know, on the stinking. He's the been Craigslist. a tour guide on a bus tour. <laughs> yeah, casual encounters or something. <laughs> yeah, Just that browsing was more casual encounters. Oh gosh. Uh so to just kind of jump back a little bit, uh, we talked about a minute ago Mega Games, which I don't think many of us were super excited beforehand, but once we got there and sort of started reading more about them, I think that would have been the sort of 
ultimate thing to do at PAX Unplugged was participate in one of those because they're so limited in how you can participate. Yeah, and yeah. every time we mentioned it, you're like, you really want to do it? Yeah, I, well, I didn't really know, and I didn't, <laughs> I didn't read about it enough to know how, A, how freaking in-depth they are because those a lot of those games, with the exception of the very first one they did, are like four or five or six-hour games. Well, so it's only half a game to change. <laughs> this is true. Hey, this we is... technically played seven games. That's it true. It was just all I think you played the same type of game. One. Right, I and then we played game seven one, right? twice. No, we only failed <laughs> once. And it was only I one you game. The fifth well, did, time too. No, did we, you... we didn't. We did not. Mm. Um. So yeah, obviously you're upset about not being able to do mega games, but I think in terms of lines, I think the RPG was pretty underwhelming too in terms of what we got to participate in. Yeah. Compared to the amount of time we spent in line. Yeah, we spent like a total of what, like four hours waiting yeah. slash playing, and then we actually only played for about two. Yeah. So half that time playing. I was it wasn't just really worth sitting in line for that long. No. I thought it was cool, but only because I don't. I'm not ever gonna have a chance to do that. Right. Like, so it was good to have that experience. And Satine Phoenix wrote our thing, and she was there, and we got to see her, and I was excited. That part was cool. Like that's uh, pretty cool. I got some goggles that apparently yeah. What the heck? Just, that I don't know what like, I'm supposed to do with those, but I got that them. special <laughs> item out of his bag. He's like, here you go, sign this. What the. It's because I'm the cool only nice person in our group talking to frogs and shit. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, is like they run multiple chapters of like an adventure there. So like you're meant to like like we did like the second part of that whatever that adventure was. Yeah. Because it was the second day, but you're like, you're meant to go back and do like the full story or whatever. Which is what the people in line behind us were trying to do, but they couldn't get in. Yeah. Yeah, but it's like impossible. Because of the way the whole thing was run and set up, and there's not a ton of space for the amount of people that wanted to do it. Well, day one they did they did the signups, but then and I then, guess people didn't show up. They said I don't it didn't know. work well. I don't really know what that means, other than people just not showing up. Yeah, what exactly did Sam say they said? Wasn't it like something like it didn't work? We're trying something different. Yeah, they said yeah, what they did work. What they tried the font Friday didn't work for some reason. Yeah. I don't know what that means. And then our DM is like, this whole thing's a cluster. And nobody knows what they're doing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he was a pretty good DM. I like it just, him. in yeah. comparison to what Alex and I got to participate in when we were at PAX East, when uh, the Wizards of the Coast guy was like, yo, you want to play some D&D? &D? And we're like, yeah, <laughs> sure. Never played before, but yeah. That was, I don't know, way more, in, way more fun. Uh, Plus we had that one guy in our group that was like very animated. Oh my he was gosh, talking yes. about how he had like his trench coat, like his imaginary trench coat on, and how he flipped it back and pulled out his wand. <laughs> <laughs> was like, okay, was guy, this settle down. this time? No, this no. was years ago. That was our very first PAX East, wasn't it? Wow. I think so, yeah. Just, just the two. two of us hanging out. Just the that sounds like a, one of my we students make... would say that. <laughs> <laughs> this like, guy I'm was not like kidding. twice you our should... age. Like... He was pretty chill. You, know. you should find out if that student plays D and D because I <laughs> bet you I'm, they do. I will definitely ask and let you guys know. Be good. Uh, so outside of RPGs, mega games, uh, panels, and stuff, clearly they had a game floor, um, uh, show floor essentially. Um, anybody? 
I, I know we participated in some games, but did anybody have anything on the floor that like stood out to them? Besides, I'm pretty sure everybody's going to say Illimat. Yeah, I was going to say, besides Illimat. Illimat's really uh, cool. Yeah, stuffed played, Fables is really cool. Yeah, Stuffed Fables, which, if you know Mice and Mystics, it's exactly like Mice and Mystics, but better in most ways. Oh, wait. Is that the one from that Plaid Hat Games did? Yeah. I, is, oh. I don't think Plaid Hat actually made it, but the guy who made Mice and Mystics made it. Right. They're publishing it, I think it's it, technically yeah. Asmodee Games or something like that. Huh. And it's it's essentially in the same vein of um, what of Mice and Mystics is, but it's literally just a bunch of characters that are stuffed. It's yeah, like Toy Story, yeah, D and D. Yeah, that's kind of stuffed cool. animals for this kid, and you help this kid in a number of ways. Is that is that game fully released, or are they no? It's it on pre order right now. It's I think it's very close to coming out. The guy at the booth said that they have it on the boat. like on the boat shipping from the factory. Hmm. So he said you'd probably get it before the end of the year if you pre-order. The factory where all board games are made. Yeah, whatever factory they're coming from, China somewhere. Santa's workshop, that's where it comes <laughs> from. Oh, snap. <laughs> What's cool about that game is it's like a it's like a story, like there you play through chapters of a campaign and everything's contained in this book and the book is like this big spiral bound thing and you flip the pages and like the game boards are literally in the book that you're flipping. Oh yeah, and on so the like when you story page is a game board. Yeah, like when you finish a section of the the thing, then you just flip the page to the next. Activity so it's like turning a chapter, and you're also turning to the game board of the next chapter. Yeah, and sometimes mm-hmm. it'll be like depending on the outcome of what happened, like if you succeeded or failed, or if you found like a secret route or whatever. It'll be like flip to page seven, section whatever. Wow, goosebumps! Choose your own ending. <laughs> that sounds pretty cool. It was very I wish cool. I would have um, maybe played that on Saturday. Huh. If you were <laughs> only not occupied on Saturday <laughs> the whole day. Uh, that's cool. What else on the on the floor besides what was that? What was that one called? Stuffed stuffed fables. fables. Stuffed fables. I'm gonna write all these down. Um, who wants to talk about Illimat? Since literally all of us played it and loved it. <laughs> Actually, let's start with this. Did anybody buy the expansion? I no. was in line to get that, and I was probably going to buy the expansion too, and they sold the last one to the guy in front of me, and I was sad. But I don't know if you guys heard this. I don't remember them saying this when we were there the first time, but Illimat is based off of one of the albums from the Decemberists, and then the expansion is based off of a different album. Right. Oh, the really? Crane Wife or whatever. I looked yeah, through the expansion. The, um, luminaries are based off of specific albums that they right. did. Oh, interesting. Like, if you look through the song titles, it's like they match up. Oh, wait. The expansion oh, is cool. only just additional luminaries? And a couple um, of those gold pieces, yeah. But they change the game a lot, like, when you... Huh. Like, I don't... I don't I know how, know that, how else they could expand it. dude in front of me took them all. I don't but, know how else they could add to that game without just doing more luminaries. Or just changing rules of the game. But yeah. yeah. Right. And I think the luminaries would be what changed the rules. Right. How do you yeah. I'm trying to think of a way to explain this game? Um it's clear it's it's clearly a game with card like function, uh, in that you have yes. essentially decks of <laughs> playing cards, but it's not exactly the same. Um 
It's well, like, it's uh, like a deck of playing cards, except it's like has its own instead of like the normal suits, it has its own suits. And it also has a fifth so instead one. of like yeah. So there's like five suits if you have four players rather than four suits in a normal deck of cards. And um, I mean, it still has like royalty. They do special things. To but me, it's then kind it of also... like hearts or spades or one of those card games where you're trying to get all the cards and not get other cards. Like that's probably the closest, except there's certain fields where you can take cards in and out of. So this is uh, maybe uh, like that with a mixture of a Ouija, right? Well, yeah. that's more just the or, design of it. I, I mean, like, I have the, like, the design is not necessarily Ouija, but like tarot cards. Yeah. Like the I luminaries look dead, like tarot I could cards. Probably tell you like what dead people are thinking. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's, oh gosh, there's a difference. The story behind it's, I think, kind of cool. The fact that they found because they did they find the box or they found a design or. A, they made, no, so they like, made the they design made... for a photo shoot or something they were doing for an album. For and then they kept a that. video. It's in a, a video, one of their music videos. Yeah. Yeah. And then they just like threw it in like a closet. And then at some point they were like, hey, this guy that designed it, they're like, we have this design for a game. Could you like Keith actually Baker. make a real game out of it? Because we really like games. And he was like, okay. And then they like gave him a whole bunch of other things they wanted in it. And he's like, all right. So we did. And he's and... the guy that did Gloom, and I freaking love Gloom. I know. It's great. Gloom's very great. And he taught us how to play it, and it was so cool. Yeah, it was amazing that that was like day one, like one of the very first things we did, and we sat down, and he's like, yeah, I made Gloom. You're lo- I, you, you froze for a couple I freaked, seconds. I freaked out. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty cool. So I, I bought it, and I got it, my copy signed by that guy, the designer, and also signed by the artist. That's pretty nice. cool. Nice. And in freaking gold sharpie which looks so good on that box yeah, yeah. the black it background does look good on the box yeah that's pretty cool so but i like East, really. that the game is fun but it doesn't like take a super long time to play like for a learn, whole really. game yeah which was really nice it's also weirdly like it weirdly transforms after you play it for a little bit mm-hmm. cuz it was like I explained the rules and we started playing with like me, Caleb, uh, Brock and Aaron. And the first couple of rounds were like fine and fast paced. And then all of a sudden <laughs> the rounds started taking forever. And like there was never any good matches. And it was just because everybody was just trying to screw up every single combo <laughs> that people That's, could make. It's true. I mean, it's like tic-tac-toe. Like you play it when you're little and it goes quick and you do it or whatever. But if me and Aaron tried to play tic-tac-toe right now. Oh, so like, I don't know that any of us would ever make a move because we know what the other one's going to do like five steps ahead. Like you just don't want to do it. Yep. So I feel like it started to get like that where we're all trying to outthink each other. Wait, it's still cool for like a different reason though. And the game changes so much that you really can't plan that many moves ahead, but you just try anyway. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah, because it all depends on like if the luminary's out and then what you can do. I do like that aspect of the game because it really, it really I, I think the hearts spades analogy is good. You know, you're, it's also like you're taking tricks out of specific areas on the on the mm-hmm. table, mm-hmm. Um, but also the fact that the game adapts as you're playing because of additional cards that are flipped over. Uh, those cards called luminaries that sort of adjust the way that you play the game. 
um, maybe you can't play cards in another section or you collect additional cards or you have to swap a card out every time. It, always, it just really feels like the game changes a lot based on what you flip over. So every game is completely different because there are four of those on the table mm -hmm. at any one time. Right. And I like that it's the rules are simple, yet it can still be completely different every time you play. The only thing I have to say about that game that I like, kind of negative, I feel like $40 is a little overpriced for basically a deck of cards, a box, and a handkerchief. Yeah, but did but you see what it looks it. like? It I looks mean, it so looks good. cool. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. It looks really cool, but, you know. I think it was other a little expensive. Just, I just feel like, I, I'm, I'm not going to discount it. Mostly why it's really I cool didn't game. get the expansion because it would have been another was, 20 bucks yeah, or something. It was already 40 for that. Well, yeah, maybe a, a little expensive, but like the gameplay value is so high. Yeah. And it's something that people will play with me that aren't gamers like i came home and i everyone said how was pax and i said i played this game and i bought it and it was so awesome and the decemberist made it and that either made people say oh i love the decemberist i really want to play it or the decemberist suck why did you do that <laughs> <laughs> um my friend luke actually i guess his friend's band like opened for them one time or like they toured together for a minute way back when and he really hates them Oh, like no. mainly from like a marketing standpoint. <laughs> oh no! So when I was like, "Yeah, it's all like tarot cards and blah blah blah," he was like, "That sounds exactly why I hate them." Uh, <laughs> he was like, "How much did that cost?" So I was like, "I don't want to tell you because you're gonna yeah. be mad at me." A dollar. <laughs> really cheap. But my friend Emma, who loves the Decemberist, was like, "Bring it to Thanksgiving, and we'll raise a debt or whatever." So that's great. Talk to the dead. I forgot. You Talk to raise. the dead. Not raised. Yes. 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 That's limited. That's crossing a line. Yes. Uh, you know, I the only reason I say that is like a good a comparison for me. You know, I bought the thing, which was also great. Really fantastic game. Sixty bucks. But the difference is the thing has like a super well designed board, a lot of parts and pieces, like multiple decks. I mean, it's just there's just a lot going on in that game, and you, you can tell that both a the development was probably took a, a, a bit more, um, as well as just like manufacturing the game itself. Uh, you know, and that's what I'd expect to pay for a game like that, and that's kind of why I feel like the comparison is, Illumat just seemed a little bit overpriced. Like that one time when you got all those gold pieces for Dragoon. Oh my gosh, <laughs> Dragoon, eighty freaking dollars! I can't believe you did that still. It's such what a good a game. Good but game, it's so though. much money. I know. Play with the plastic ones. I know. It literally has a print and play kit. Like, oh really? my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, that hurts my heart a little. The pieces are just so well made in that game. They are. They're the All heaviest, most like well-made pieces I've ever picked up. It feels so good to move your guy around on the board. I know. It's solid. It's really I solid. I wish Vast would have had pieces like that. Yeah. They got the minis uh, coming out in their expansion. T tell us about Vast, because I didn't even... You kept talking about it. I didn't get to play it. I don't think... I think you guys and Sam and Cass are the only ones who got to play. And yeah. Owen. Oh, that... Oh, Owen was there. And Owen? Think, Owen was there on Sunday. That was at the know? end, after you guys left. Sam and Cassie bought it so that we could play it, because we couldn't ever get a demo of it, because it was already, <laughs> always gone. Yeah, but they purchased I, it. And then, I think Caleb... Pur you purchased it, right, Caleb? Yeah, I got it online. You got Caleb, it online. how many games did you buy? Uh, counting a pre-order for. Wow. 
That's a lot. And yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> sure was. <laughs> I went to go buy it from the the guy at the booth at the end on Sunday, and I walked up, and he was like, "Oh, we uh, we're sold out." Wow. Like, it was cheaper online anyway. It was cheaper online, and I had a gift card on Amazon. Nice. So pretty cool. So Vast is a asymmetric board game where you can play with up to five people, and each person controls a character that plays like a totally different game. So there's like this main <laughs> board that is a cave, and somebody plays as the cave, and they start they like lay the pieces down as the game goes, and the cave gets bigger and bigger. And then one person plays as a dragon whose goal is to kill a bunch of goblins and become really strong and then leave the cave, escape it. And the goblins are playing like a population management game where they're trying to build up their populations and then attack and kill the knight. So they win when the knight dies. The knight's playing like a traditional level up RPG throughout the game. And he's got like these side quests and things he needs to do. And his goal is to kill the dragon and he wins if he kills the dragon. And then there's a thief who's sort of tacked on at the end. It was like a Kickstarter um, stretch goal. So he's, he's kind of separate. He's not really involved very much. But his goal is to steal from people and just not stash a bunch of treasure. Yeah. <laughs> so how does the cave win? The cave wins when it has to lay all of its cave pieces out and make the cave really big. And then it starts collapsing the cave piece by piece. Ooh, and it wins wow. when it collapses so much of the cave because it wants to bury everyone alive. You're That's essentially trying cool. to like prevent the other people from winning as long as possible right. to get your cave big and then like bury everybody. Yeah. At the start right. of the game, you're just like sort of making sure everyone's on even footing and trying to prevent anyone from winning. It's it's weird. It's weird gameplay. Does it feel, I mean, do you feel like you're playing a game with other people or does it feel like super removed because you're playing like mini games? I think for Owen, it felt super removed because he was playing the thief and his whole thing was he just he would just run, grab a treasure and run back to the entrance of the cave. Like, don't get caught. Like, yeah. So uh, Owen wasn't paying even like half of it. No, attention. he wasn't really paying attention at all. What? He, he didn't even like, like so read not. his freaking <laughs> rules. He didn't understand how his character worked at all. And then we glanced at his rules for like two minutes and we we're like, this is how it works. And he was like, oh. <laughs> he was just on his phone for most of the game. He's on those... Uh, what did you call them? Casual <laughs> encounters? Yeah. Uh, it's pretty cool because like the rule book has everything in it, but then they also have like breakout rule sheets for each of the different roles. They have like your own little mini rule book for your game type that you're playing. Also, I don't think you mentioned it, but the dragon plays like a like oh, some I sort didn't. of combat card game, and he's almost playing like a fighting game. He has like combos he's making with power cards. So, like, to attack goblins, I'd have to do, like, claw, claw, and my, like, the the cards I'm laying down. And then he has, like, like 20 different special moves he can do, depending on different card combinations he can make. I liked him a lot. He's cool. The, the goblins seemed very not present for a while. I mean, we didn't finish a game, because we had... They, made us leave at six o'clock even though the, the goblins also seemed like the most seven. complicated one Just... they did they did the win conditions in that game cave wins by himself yeah uh, i'm assuming goblins win by themselves yeah they is, kill the is, knight is they just win the goblin, game is yeah, it go everyone versus everyone it's everyone versus everyone kind oh, of okay. pretty much yeah interesting i don't know that any two people can win i guess maybe you could win simultaneously if like the thief got an upgrade at the same time Somebody got out or killed somebody. I don't know. 
I bet it's set up to where there's one winner. Probably. Somehow. I don't. I, I doubt there's a way you could get it where two people could win at the same but time. Yeah, like knights trying to kill the dragon. Goblins are trying to kill the knight. Dragon's trying to escape. Gabe's trying to kill everybody. Sounds like a cool take on asymmetric games. Like taking it to the nth degree. Yeah, it really right. is. And the first expansion they have introduces three new characters. Oh, wow. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, one of them replaces the dragon. The unicorn replaces the dragon. Right. Yeah, you can't play with the unicorn and the dragon, I guess. But the other two are just straight additions. I don't even know what the other two are, do you? The ghoul, who's like a... He looks like Gollum, basically. And a ghost. Oh, yeah, the, the ghost, supposedly, their goal is to, like, make the other players win for them. Like, they make them do tasks somehow. I don't know how. I'm curious if it's like you get to possess a certain character for a certain round and do what they do or what. But it seemed interesting either way. You know, I remember when Lay Waste Games said, Yeah, we're going to make an expansion for Dragoon. <laughs> and it's going to have a, th- a thief guy and it's going to have some barbarians. Yep, I remember that too. Still Didn't waiting. Happen? Oh. Still waiting. It's only been like eight months. Still waiting. Um,. Speaking of uh, just other games we got to play, I mentioned on this earlier, but uh, I picked up The Thing, which we happened to stroll in at the right time and get signed up for a, I think, ten, was our spot 10.30 a.m.? Yeah, 10.30 a.m. little playthrough. Um, if you haven't seen anything on The Thing, it's very much in the realm of um, Dead of Winter <laughs> slash, what's that other game I was referencing? Resistance? Resistance. Yeah. Yeah. Game was super duper good because Brock <laughs> wrecked me. I won. <laughs> he freaking Brock Lesnar'd me. I did. Um, I killed. So everyone. the game game is based on obviously the movie, the thing, uh, and essentially what you are doing as a group is trying to work your way to through this like sort of set of rooms uh, to gather supplies to try and figure out who the thing is or who is uh, essentially has been infected and no longer is a human, and then get all of the humans onto a helicopter to leave. Uh, all the while, no one really knows anything about anyone, what they are, whether or not they're human, whether or not they're a thing, and it's a very much game of deduction, which is, of course, another reason why Brock loved it. Yep. Um, uh, and I don't know, I felt like it was like super balanced and super fun, and I got caught several times in bad situations. And said things that I shouldn't have said because then I looked even more guilty. <laughs> you yep. sure looked guilty. It was really easy to make Aaron look guilty. <laughs> <laughs> he looked very guilty. When I was like, I've been the same thing the whole time. Yeah. That's, like, that's good not, not what I meant to say. <laughs> and then when I, when I was the only one to pick up. Um, so as you do missions, like you get cards in your hand and you have to utilize those cards to succeed or fail on missions. And people can put sabotage cards in your hand so that you have to do something special to succeed. But if you get two sabotage cards, which I was the only one who got that the entire game, you just auto-fail the mission. And so at that time, we auto-failed, so I just, I didn't know what to do. I, when you fail a mission, you put your cards down. So I put them all down, which means I didn't see any of the other cards in my hand, which that makes me look suspicious because it's like, whoops, we failed. Woo. Uh, maybe I'm the one who put the sabotage card in. Yeah. It was really easy to blame you. <laughs> Super duper easy. But it's a really fun game. Also, um, like some of them were auto fails, and some of them were like just bad things happening to like certain people. So, like 
there was a point in the game where it was me and a couple of the other guys we were playing with, and you whatever have to put in a certain number of cards and uh we failed the first part even though i played like a nice card because <laughs> we just <laughs> failed uh and so the second we had to play another card and i had like the cards we needed to win but i didn't want to play those because then they would win so i just told them i only had the red cards uh mm. so i had to give them like the least like bad one so i gave him a red card but it only said he had to like discard two cards or whatever um so it was like kind of not as bad so you kind of like have to pick like how mean you're gonna be <laughs> in those situations which i thought was really cool because you have to put a lot of thought into like how to trick people i, and I, I like i like lying i really like the, <laughs> yeah i really like the traitor aspect of that game especially the fact that when you get to the end and caleb as captain had to pick Man, so everybody. Close. <laughs> you were really close. When, when she said, all right, the captain's got to pick everybody. And I was like, I have to pick everyone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Your eyes are just like size of quarters, dude. And a single, single imitation kills everyone. And we just lose. But you didn't Ugh. have to take all of us. You could sacrifice some, which I didn't know. Wait, I, we could just I like murder you people. You could check one. And then you like, for some reason, I thought you had to take everyone but one, which wouldn't have yeah, made sense. Yeah, I thought sense. we had to take five people. Regardless. Or like just enough to like, but you I only think have you to have take to just fill enough. The, to... I think you have to fill the helicopter. Oh, okay. And you can take more if you want. Oh, uh, yeah. Don't know yeah how we, that had, works. we had eight players, and there was a possibility of three. Right. So you had um, to take at least imitations. So we had to take five. Five. Yeah. God. And it, but the only way we got to three imitations was because we failed mission after mission after mission. Because when we started the game, only one person was the thing. No. No. Two right? people were. We started with two. Oh well, sorry, because we started on round two. But if we right. started, we started round one, there was only one, one thing. There'd only be one. Yes. We started with like a possibility of two, right? Yeah. Because there was more cards right. than there, there were, were more people. cards in the deck. A possibility of two. The next one right. there was a possibility of three, or two. Or, but it yeah. wasn't because we were failing missions. That just is how the game progresses. Like into each. Into like its section, three like the first section, the second section, the third section. Right. I, you know, the game really, it looked, when we sat down, it looked like it was going to have a lot going on, but it, it sure felt did. very simple in terms of gameplay. Because um, it goes like one room at a time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. I really liked it. I thought it was like a much less complicated Dead of Winter. Every time I'm like, guys, let's go pay Dead of Winter. And people are like, <laughs> oh, no, gosh, no. I'm going to lose. That game's going to take a long time. This just it seemed simpler. It was simpler, but also harder because I didn't know who my other imitation people were or if there were any. Right. Yeah. So, like, I knew which side I was on, but you don't know, like, one, if there are any at all or how many there are. And I was wrong completely on the guy that Caleb picked to go on the helicopter that actually lost the game. I yeah. didn't think he was an imitation. If I didn't I even know he was on my team. I was thinking about it afterwards, and if I had like thought back to the original rounds of the game, I could have realized that he was the bad guy, but, but like, just he, didn't think it through, I guess. I don't know. See, that's why it threw me off, though, because in the beginning, he wasn't playing like that, because he was, he was one that drew it halfway through. I think the very... Oh, was he? Yeah, the guy oh. that you picked was the guy who drew it halfway through. I thought me the very the guy first round, he was the one who'd failed it. He might have, but it wasn't because he was... Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, was the guy who was directly across the table from me a, th a thing? 
Who's sitting right next to the, the guy right next running to it? the demo person? Yes, he was a yeah. thing. Oh. And I he, guess both of us were at the beginning. But he was from beginning. Yeah, he was from the beginning. I yes. knew he was the out. Everybody he was knew the he was most a, obvious. Yes. Person. Yeah, he definitely. He was. Was. He was very it wasn't obvious. more obvious than me. Clearly, <laughs> he was well, like, more obvious already, than you. Already, was, yeah, he was way more obvious. You were a little bit questionable, but we assumed you were an imitation. But we, he, we like all knew that yeah. he was one. I thought you were an imitation from the first time I asked you if you were an imitation. You had that little... Yeah. See, oh, I was no, talking dude. with someone no. about this because we've gotten to the point where you and I have played enough board games where you look at me and then you sort of like try to read my face and you're like, <laughs> you're being deceitful. And then I'm like, no, I'm not. And then you're like, you would say that if you're being deceitful. <laughs> it's, it's it was exactly gotten, like that. It's just gotten ridiculous. Anyway, enough about the thing. Uh, what else did we play while we were there? Anybody else wants to interject another game they, they got to play? Well, Alex, Cassie, and I played a uh, MOBA board game. Oh, I left that. <laughs> <laughs> I he sat sure down did. for like a couple minutes and I was like, nah, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, really Guards cool. of Atlantis. Yeah. I bought it. It's good. How many, it's a good how many game. board games did you end up with? Um... Enough. <laughs> Enough. Five. How, how was Guardians Five? of Atlantis? Gee, many Christmas. One of them's not here yet because I ordered stu- uh, stuffed fables. Stuff fables so. uh, that's my fourth. Um, Guards of Atlantis is really cool. Uh, if you've ever played a MOBA, it plays out like there are two bases. You're trying to like get to the enemy base and destroy it. Do you destroy it? Or do you just get there? Presumably we didn't get, destroy to, it? We didn't get to the end of the game. No. It was... <laughs> It's kind of a longer game, so we decided to cut the demo short by deciding like an arbitrary end to it. But basically, you're, you have creeps on the board, and you have a bunch of hexes that you're, mo- you're like maneuvering across. There's like rivers on the side that you can use to fast travel, um, and you're trying to like outmaneuver the enemy and use your special abilities on your one character that you control and kill all the creeps and push the creeps back into the enemy base. Um. Every character has like a deck of abilities that are associated with them. And you have like, what is it, like four cards, five cards, something like that? Five cards, yeah. Um, and each of those is like a different ability for that specific hero. And then as you play the game, you earned gold by killing creeps and then you spend your gold to level up in between rounds. And you can choose like one of two upgrades for each ability. Um, like once per level up so you can like branch your character in different directions and actually like oh, build cool. them throughout the like game building them into like a class essentially right hmm. so i played sniper oh, <laughs> surprise and, surprise and they the character didn't look like sniper from dota but played exactly like sniper like the entire character's set was built around positioning just like in dota and like I had increasing range constantly. Yeah. So like most of the people that on the board were like one, one um, unit away, like melee attackers. And I was hitting stuff from like six spaces away. Jiminy. It was insane. So it was really cool. The character was mobile. I could see like a ton of different strategies that you could start bringing to the table. Mm hmm. Because, like, the whole point of the game is you have to kill all the creeps on the enemy side and then kill, like, the one super creep. And that pushes the entire creep line back. 
and you have to do that before they kill all your creeps. Ah. So you're like deciding if it's worth trying to attack the enemy heroes or just like trying to quickly kill the creeps and like force them back that way. Um, and they, it was, it was cool that we were playing with the developer because they had like this, like fake card in the game that they had just made or something. Yeah. They, they like put buyback into the game. It's not in the game that you can purchase right now. They're like testing it out. So there's a buyback card. So when you die, you can spend gold to get back into the game immediately. Good grief. Or you can wait like two rounds or something like that. You know, you could just mm-hmm. literally go play Dota. Yeah, but it's it's cool, and you don't have to have a mechanical skill. It's all up in mm. your up in your brain. Up in your noggin. It's much slower paced. Yeah, much. So you slower. can like think through things really effectively. Okay. A lot more teamwork, um, probably. A lot more teamwork. There's no RNG in the game. That was like one of the things that they prided themselves on. Yeah. There's no dice rolls or anything. Um, everything will defeat everything, or it will not defeat it, and you'll know ahead of time. It's just about planning out your actions, essentially. That's cool. Uh, Shay, are you still with us? I'm still here. Oh, Shay! <laughs> alive. I haven't heard you from you in a while. I know. Well, I didn't play the thing. I didn't know anything about it. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, you're going to play it with us soon. That's okay. Shay, um, uh, we did play that about... Burgle Bros game. That's what I was getting ready to ask you. Tell oh, my gosh! That's, that's where I was headed. Okay, good. Talk about it. Um, well, you're a burglar and you have to go into some sort of building. We played the, did we play the office? Uh, we played the office and then we played Fort Knox. And there's also like a bank setting. Yeah. And it's these tiles you flip over and the tiles are about the size of those tiles, like the memory match game. And... Whoever's playing, there's that many different burglars. You have to get away from the guard and not let him see you treasure and get out of the building before you die. Or get seen, I guess. Before you get seen. (laughs) Before you get seen. Slightly different. It was pretty Um, neat. In in that... I felt like it was sort of in the realm of flipping tiles like betrayal. Yeah. But the game was way more you like you could see the room. You knew what you were doing. You could see walls essentially. So you had specific pathing that you had to do. But every room had its own little basically event. You flip over a tile, it's an alarm room. You set off an alarm. Uh or you flip over a tile and it's a for, it's a, a foyer. So every, everything around you could see you. Um or the guard can see you from rooms that are, are next to it. And so you didn't really know what you were getting yourself into, and you sort of had to adapt to the room as you played. Um, adding to that, each person is playing like a slightly different character. So you have basically perks, like some characters have the ability to climb the outside walls of the building so they can scale to other floors without having to find stairs. Uh, Brock played a character at one point that could hack safes from above or below the safe, like they were drilling into it, which I thought was kind of cool. That was fun. This neat game. It was I've a lot waiting. like the Forbidden Desert. Forbidden. What's the other one? Oh yeah. There was um, a lot like those games, like the tile flipping and the trying to plan things out. That's what it reminded me of. Also, forgot about Forbidden Forbidden Desert, but yeah, that's right up that that alley. Was there kind of a similar like time limit sort of thing with like how the sand builds up over time? N- no, the time limit in this game was there's a guard on every floor. 
Uh-huh. And between every person's move, the guard moves. Mm-hmm. And that guard moves based on a set of cards that get flipped that show where his destination for movement is. And he has like a starting movement speed. So for instance, you know, if floor one had a movement speed of two, floor two had a movement speed of three, and so on and so forth. But as you get through the full deck, the guard speed move speed goes up one. Ah, uh, okay. So the longer you play the game, the further the guard can move on the map, which puts you in a more and more awkward position. And is it as soon as anybody's caught, you lose? Well, there are stealth tokens, so you have like three chances for him to like go by you, basically. Gotcha. Because if yeah. we would have lost very early on if it was every time he saw you mm-hmm. oh gosh um, yes yeah so and there are certain cards and certain like event things where you can get more of those self tokens or like one of the tiles you flipped over was a bathroom and you could like hide in the stall there huh. so he wouldn't see you um but yeah like the stealth things were kind of like your time limit you got like three chances for him to go by you and yeah we were very close dying a <laughs> lot i think we might have fudged a little bit towards the end of game one well yeah. yeah because at some point like the guard can go different ways and he always has to go the shortest route possible well there are some routes where like the amount of spaces but if you go one way he's going to run into people and if he goes another way he won't so obviously he's going to go the way that doesn't run into people right so you don't right. lose <laughs> uh after I read in the book, I was reading a little bit more in the manual. It says if the destination is two paths the same distance, you go the clockwise direction. Oh, that would have changed the uh, rules for sure. I feel like we should just stick with with stick with our house rules. I feel yeah. like that's my yeah, <laughs> yeah, probably so. But I really um, did like that game, and I also walked around Sunday after y'all were gone, and I found their booth. Oh, and- they had a booth. Yeah, oh, I don't know if booth. you all saw. I guess you didn't. Um, no, we didn't. So the they had like a board set up that was like three floors. So you were playing it vertically. Whoa, Whoa. like it, stacked. Yeah, so it was just like this wooden thing that had like three wooden platforms <gasps> that had tile things in That's it. That's cool. Like embed- How come so we the didn't tiles see that? were like embedded into the. That's um, freaking board, and it was like neat. stacked up tall. So you were like actually moving floors. It was really cool looking. That's really cool. Yeah. I don't know was how that much the... that thing cost. But... Well, yeah. <laughs> That's their super special Aaron, edition. Aaron can make it for free, so it's fine. <laughs> okay. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Um, I, I wanted to highlight a couple other things before we kind of sort of wind down. One, one of the things they also had here outside of the terminants and the show floor was they had a, I don't remember what they called it, but it was like New Games Area. Does anybody remember the name? First, First something. Loop? First, first, play, first, first look. First, first look. First I thought look. it was first look. First, first play. Peak. Or first look. Something like <laughs> one something of very those. similar to those. First something. Caleb and Alex or uh, Caleb and Alex, did you guys play a lot of games in that section? A few. I played one, I think. Man, I felt uh, like we two, I guess. We kept going over there. I I like yeah. that area. Our group we of went, were there a lot. We played a game where a bunch of polar bears were dying, which was That was the first man. <laughs> Half of rescue it was polar bear. <laughs> yeah, rescue polar bear. That's exactly what it's called. So I had like Google Translate out on my phone. We were trying to figure out what things were what. Um, I did not like that game. I liked it. Brock, I think I, I would like it, too, it the you? second time we played it. Yeah. I think I'd like it now I that we know I don't think I would like it ever. Seems hard. <laughs> I like that you could like put the polar bears on the boat. That was fun. Like on the actual mm-hmm. little boat piece. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you're transporting them. I'm still I like. Not- 
convinced we were supposed to do that. But... No, you just put him on your <laughs> card. Think so, right. but it was awesome. <laughs> yeah. I like when the guy came over and he's like, "Oh, the polar bear game. Yeah, just be prepared. They're all gonna die." Right. Like, oh. Oh gosh. Okay. I guess <laughs> they didn't they all did. die. No, yes, so, they did. Some one of them. No, we saved did. some of them. But okay, well, we a core lost. mechanic of that game is breaking the ice so that you can get the temperature back down so the polar bears don't die. Mm-hmm. But that is also bad to do because then the polar bears have no space to stand. Right. Oh, yeah, because one right. of the other core mechanics of the game is they reproduce like all the freaking time. And they so rabbits. they're just making babies and then the babies are falling in the ocean. They're like, whoops, so well. So, yeah, breaking the ice is not not necessarily helpful. Yeah, so just like, I don't know, it's almost better to just let the temperature do it because it only also, breaks one piece of ice. I'm not really sure why break. they thought in their mind that breaking the ice would make the temperature go down. In oh, my yeah. mind, that does the opposite. They break the ice yeah, and I, turn it into water. Yeah, that makes temperature go down, sure. That's not how global yeah. warming works. <laughs> well, <laughs> a lot of people don't think global warming works the way it works. fake news. <laughs> Um, let's see what else we played over there. We played uh, the new Ticket to Ride. Alex Caleb, did you guys just play that? Probably, probably played not. It. Caleb's Man, we Alley. played it with you, right? Oh yeah, yeah that's, we, we did play right. it with you. <laughs> that's right. There were six of us. I forgot. <laughs> I was saying there were only four because most of the time it was the four of us. Um, play the new Ticket to Ride. It's cool because you can't place trains like you can in the normal Ticket to Ride. You have to literally follow one track, which makes things different. And you can't like have train stations. <laughs> this is true. Or no, you. Ha- like you have train stations, but you can't like they work different. Like the station doesn't mean that you can travel through there. It means that it's like yours. And if people like if you have a train station and somebody builds a train into your train station and then out of it, you get all of their points. I think half of my points were from Alex. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah well. it, they were. It was cool. But it was I definitely... think I liked that one. I liked I mean, it. We own four Ticket to Rides, and uh, this one is like almost like a different game. The gameplay is I'm, clearly it's the same style of game, but the rules make it feel so different from what you would traditionally think of a Ticket to Ride. And there's aliens. Yeah, there's an alien. What's that all about? I don't know. That whole game was weird. Alien starts. What was Roswell. his name? Alvin. Because Alvin. Roswell was on there. Yeah. 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 You like pointing out. I think it's just a Roswell. way to get you to like cool. make points. And Caleb made it so he was stuck in his city. <laughs> yeah, right. kind of screwed yep. over Alex. It was a pretty good move. But it did, like, halfway well, through change how we were playing that game. Because we were yeah. all trying to get to our yeah. cities. And then halfway through, we're like, oh, let, we all need to chase this alien real quick. <laughs> <laughs> right. Forget about yeah, what we were true. doing. The last time before the alien got stolen by Caleb, I needed to go to that little spot right before the alien anyway to complete my last card. Oh, did you? Yeah. So, I, so I did that, and I was like, cool, now I'll just pick up this alien since I'm here. Mm. And then he blocked it. So I was like, it's good I move. was mad about that, but it wasn't like super mad. Like, mm. it could have been way worse where he <laughs> blocked me from the actual city I needed for my card. So, right. But he got right. like 20 so, like, points I could, out of that. Right. But I couldn't even finish one of my 20 point cards because there were already like all of the, by the time I got to the train station I needed to be to finish it, all of the tracks were already taken. Yeah, right, because you have to like too. build off from your starting city, so it's not like you can be like, oh, I need to get over there, so just build a train over there real quick to save yep. it. Build existing tracks, or build off of existing tracks. And it takes and behold, way longer to get guess places. Guess who won, Janae? Everyone's surprised. 
Surprise, surprise. I have never played that game where Janae has not won. Actually, that is only the second time Janae has ever beat me at that game. Really? Yes. I feel like I've played with her once and I won. I don't know. Normally she smokes people, but... I didn't realize we were missing Janae. Yes. <laughs> I, asked her, I asked her to come to a while. She said she no. was. She was like, no? What the heck? Yep. She was like, no. Nah. That sounds right. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think of the last couple things here that we were that were in that area that we played. We played a, a word association game with that letters. Game stressed me. Out. I did not like it. That I was a hard so game. Stressed. Man. Was it, it like was code names? Intense. It was like it was called like password something or other. Yeah, the premise was you're trying to find the password to an old computer you find up in your attic, and there's like a set of um, it's like a grid. It's like a, a four by four grid. And top row is one, two, three, and then a plus, which is just for four. I don't know why they put a plus. Second row, same thing, third, fourth. Uh, And then as you flip a card, like, so they'll flip four cards, and you have 15 seconds to identify what those four letters are. And then on the cards where they flipped from, there are four different categories. And you have to come up with words from those categories that utilize those letters in those exact positions. So wow. For instance, if you flipped a top card and it was D, and the category was like historic figures, you'd have to come up with with four different people with a D in first con- or first letter, second letter, third letter, and then fourth letter. It was oh, yeah, yes. that's what's hard. The first four letters are people easy. for each. Well, yeah, it's it's yeah. it wasn't necessarily people. Some of them were like I mean, four things for dessert each dessert letter. Yeah. yeah. But, like, you generally don't get all four in your round, so, like, then the category and the letter switch every 15 seconds. And you play as a team. Man, it's a lot of thinking. So that same row that was D, historical figures, is now F and uh, winter. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's, like, crazy. I was very stressed. I was freaking out. It was a stressful game, for sure. Yeah, I didn't like it. Almost as stressed as when we played Sonar at the house. And I was about to cry. I was not stressed about that game at all. One time a year game right there. I have never played a more stressful game in my life. Oh my gosh. Uh, I really like that game, but you really have to have the right people to play. Oh my gosh. And I I don't think, I think a lot of our personalities clash for that type of of game. Because we have so many different personalities playing it. I mean, there's eight people, so... I was thinking we'd play it tomorrow, Caleb. Good. Oh gosh, I don't know, man. <laughs> well, I guess we can. And by our side of the table, I mean the corner that I sat in did great by itself. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. I don't know what was happening on the rest. Yeah, of Yeah. So the of four people who actually had like jobs you needed in the game did great. Good job, guys. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Our whole team was collaborating. It, Your team we just seemed like it was a mess. Well, um, we also just Owen wasn't paying attention. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty game. sure he didn't mark off several things. Um, okay, so to wind this down, I, I we wanted to sort of wrap this up just by with best game uh, that you got to play at PAX, and I will not exclude games that are currently out because I know Shay's answer. So, um, let's just go down the list. Alex, best game you played at Unplugged? I don't know. Okay, let's not start with Alex. <laughs> Good Caleb. start, Caleb. Uh, I think it's got to be Stuffed Fables. It's just Mice and Mystics, but better in most ways. And you love Mice and Mystics. I do. Mice and Mystics is amazing. Okay. Uh, Shay, best game at PAX Unplugged? 
Uh, the Harry Potter game. <laughs> and there we have it. Harry I don't Potter think Hogwarts I saw that battle. One. Did anybody buy it? You didn't at all. <laughs> no. Yes, Janae bought it for Amazon, okay. and it is still not here, even though we had one day shipping. And <laughs> she is Monday. very upset. She's very upset. I'm a little bit upset at this point too. How many people can play that game? Is it just two? Um, four can play, and then there's an expansion with a fifth character, so five. Okay. But wow. it's like it's a it's a co-op game, so really, you could probably have as many people as you want playing and making decisions if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. There's just like four characters, and it's if anybody cares, Harry, Ron, Hermione, and Neville. So, except it's fat Neville. <laughs> yeah it's not the good looking Neville <laughs> who's the fifth uh the fifth is Luna with, with oh, yeah yeah she's scary <laughs> I think she's the scariest one Luna in Harry Potter she's just she's just a little aloof yeah she's not scary mm. it's always those characters that surprise you uh Brock favorite game uh, I don't. I liked Illumat, but I also really like Virgil Bros, and I would play that again too. I don't know. One of those. All right, Alex, we're back to you. Or do you want me to go first so you can still have more time? Did to anybody think? buy Virgil Bros? I didn't mm, buy it because no, I had already bought Illumat by that point, and I, I limited myself to one game. <laughs> I, like, I, have I have self-control. I, like I was looking at it a little bit when you guys are playing it, and I wanted to play it too, but I was stuck playing that stupid, stupid game. <laughs> Scott Pilgrim game. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Owen. Did he buy uh, that, or did he just? He oh, bought, he bought it. it, and then he said that night that he regretted his decision because he found a better game, which was very satisfying to he hear. He bought it without knowing wow. what it was. Like he saw. He saw it was Scott Pilgrim, and he's like, "I'm buying." Is that, that. the yeah. one that he bought because it looked like him? <laughs> no. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, I, think always, so. I think he always says that he looks like Scott Pilgrim, but what? Or maybe That's... maybe Stephen Stills. I don't know. Okay. One of the characters. <laughs> he thinks he looks like one of the characters. I don't know which one. Okay. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll go. Bef- I'll go before you, Alex. Yeah, so you, you can, go. You can be last. Um. Well, clearly, my answer is the thing. Uh, I. Came to oh PAX man, Unplugged, I like that one too. Knowing <laughs> I was going to buy it, and then I was even more surprised about how fun it was to play. So definitely, definitely takes the top mark for me. And you didn't even win. No, in fact, I sucked, and I lost pretty hard. But the game was great. You weren't the worst. That one guy who we clearly well, knew was a bad guy yeah, was the he worst. Yeah, was definitely the worst. <laughs> yes. I don't uh, think I have a favorite. Alex, you can't do that. You can't just be like, nope. Nope, no favorite. I think all the ones I bought were my favorite. All of the ones you bought were your favorite, really? Sheen. All of them? Wait, yeah, the ones, ones I didn't did you buy? buy. I don't think I ever got a full list. What oh, you bought I, the mobile I bought, one? Yeah, that one, Guards of Atlantis. Um, I bought Illimat. I bought um, Vast. I pre-ordered Stuffed Fables, and I bought The Thing. Oh, you oh bought The Thing? Goodness. I didn't know that. Yeah. Is Stuffed Fables something either of you could bring to the Christmas party? I could bring it. Mm, it's mm. not out yet. But uh, aren't you supposed to get it before then? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe depends <laughs> on if they actually get it. If they get but it, they haven't if you're set good a date. And ask Santa nicely. Um, maybe okay, you'll get well, one. if you could bring it, 
you should just bring it so we can play it. But if it's not out yet, then that's fine too. Well, if it's not out yet, I'm still going to bring it. Oh, can't stop. Okay. Oh, son. Are you secretly Santa Claus? Yes. Secretly Are you going to the Christmas nice. party, Caleb? Oh, I don't know. I'm going to Christmas. That's what I thought she was He's saying. not going to the okay. Christmas party. I already RSVP'd that I'm not coming to the Christmas party. Thanks, Brock. We know. Much appreciated. Lame. So, uh, Alex, no, no favorite game? No. Oh, man. You're the worst. Wow. I'm just going to... Uh, there was a bunch on. of really good ones. I don't know. I don't know. There was the best one. Oh, it was know, stuffed fables. We forgot to mention. We'll just kind of use this as wrap up. We actually stumbled upon and got to play Thornwatch. Oh, oh I forgot about that. We oh, man, I really without Owen, Thornwatch. it was so freaking that that booth was so busy the whole time we were there. And then I just walked up at one point and I saw the table was empty and I was thinking that maybe they just had a reserved. And she's like, "Uh, yeah." So I don't know why the table's empty and there's no one here. So if you have five friends, and I'm like, as a matter of fact. <laughs> So she held the table for us, and it was really fun to play. I like that a whole lot, and I wanted to play more of it, and I was all disappointed that we got to the end of the thing, and then they were like, oh, well, they said we're not supposed to do this, but nobody else is here, so let's just do it anyway. And I was so excited. And then everybody was like, oh, well, like several of us already packed it up, so no. And I was like, no. <laughs> do you like Thornwatch then? Yes, it's very, very Did fun. Did you like it, Brock? The only thing I hated about it is where we were. I yeah. could not hear... Cassie, who was sitting right next to me, trying to like, what are, I? She was kind of like the DM of that, basically. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but everything she, I did not know what was happening. And anytime it wasn't, Caleb, were you across from me? I think it was Caleb. I was. If it wasn't my turn or Caleb's turn, I had no idea what was happening. On the, <laughs> just because like we were in a big open area, and the table was like really wide, and I don't know. Uh, that's the only reason I was mainly done with it. Also. There are like traits in that game that you have to like kind of play along with as that character trying to make it more of like a role playing thing, I guess. And Cassie made me morose, <laughs> which I think if you act that way long enough, you just start to be that. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, I don't know, it's fine. Freaking dumb. I don't know. <laughs> and then she's like, we're done. And I'm like, yeah, I'm done. I don't care. <laughs> Which I guess is kind of cool, but yeah, yeah. I was like getting into it like that. But at the same time, it didn't work well for when she asked if we wanted to keep playing. <laughs> yeah. But also, it wasn't a very good scenario that we played there. We played a much better one on table. And it was kind—I think it was in the middle of something too. Yeah, it like, like there it were was. parts of it that didn't necessarily make sense. I think that's what we're going to need to do: is play it again on tabletop sim and see what it feels like. Oh, don't you worry. I kickstarted it like a year and a half ago. So I'm I know you did. I know you <laughs> did. So in three more years. <laughs> yeah. Right. We'll get right on that. Um, well, so to wrap this up, I think we all enjoyed PAX Unplugged. Uh, it definitely was much less stressful than PAX East. Except playing Kevin Sonar. Well, yeah, but... I was so stressed. <laughs> that wasn't really part of the convention. No, I that's a good point. That, that, was, that was part of our shady uh, stay outside of the convention. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, Brock, yeah. I feel like you and I are the only ones who actually got stressed out during that game. I don't know why Aaron wasn't stressed. He should have been stressed. He oh, man. Because he likes that game and I he like, gets like super excited. <laughs> it was really fun. When he to has play. to like, think about it and like oh. figure it out, it's like oh. the best for him. Yes, it's like outthinking your opponent. The hardest yeah, but part I that game. you. <laughs> what happened was, or did Caleb, I think What happened was, Caleb outpathed uh, Sam. Caleb outpathed our captain. But 
I feel like Caleb you Boss, are he's played demeaning before. my skills as a radar or I'm not demeaning your skills. <laughs> we in fact learned that we do the same exact thing. That's true. So I mean I'm I Oh did hey, you nice. You you played very I, well, sir. How do the you reason, yeah. the reason that game is so stressful is because you make a single mistake and you ruin the game for three other people. <laughs> <laughs> Any mistake. That's, That's true. true. That's true. That's very That's true. Very true. Oh gosh. Okay, well, uh, thank you so much for joining us. Um, thanks so much for listening to our Pax Unplugged stuff. And uh, man, before long, we're going to be having our freaking pre-Pax East Pack podcast. You want to try that one more time? Pre-P- yeah, maybe. Pre- I think you mean. Our pre-PP. Pre-P- How many Long Islands did you have today? A lot. How many are you well, on now? Well, I've been staring at an empty glass for the past half hour. Cause well, go get talking one. To me. Go get one. All right, bye. All right, we'll catch you next time. Bye. This week's podcast was produced and edited by me, Aaron Juno. Other voices this week include Alex McCoslin, Caleb Juno, our special, special guest, Brock Gobin, and our other special, ultimately special guest, Shay Smith. This week's music was again brought to you by Amair, A-M-A-I-R. You can check him out on soundcloud.com forward slash Amer or on Spotify. Also, this week's podcast was brought to you by Reclaim Industrial a small but amazing shop of makers, fabricators, and designers based out of Bluemont, Virginia. We've now also located a new shop in Kansas City, Missouri. So you can check us out online at www.reclaimindustrial.com. You can also check out our website for any video updates we may have. And until next time, this has been The Forecast.